0: When we begin to read the Holy Scriptures and look into the sacred traditions of the church, we discover ourselves on a collision course, a collision course with divine reality, a collision course with ourselves and how we fit into this divine reality and God's expectations for us. A little prayer in our reading this morning says, Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy of your service. And then a scripture reading that came from 2nd Peter or that comes from 2nd Peter chapter 3 verses 13 through the first part of verse 15 where the Apostle Peter is writing and he says we, what we await are new heavens and a new earth where according to his promise the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this make every effort to be found without stain or defilement and at peace in His sight. Consider that the Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement. At peace in His sight. We certainly need to discover or perhaps rediscover what it means to be converted and to live as children of God in this world that we live in today. It seems that more and more people are living for the here and now, living for this world with no regard for the eternity that awaits each of us and where we will spend that eternity. We have begun this series where we're using the mysteries of the rosary, a reading from the rule of Saint Benedict and a gospel reading hopefully to encourage you to encourage ourselves and to stay focused on what it means to live in this world that we live in today, one that so, is so diabolically opposed to the truth of the gospel. And I say that without apology. The world is diabolically, demonically opposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, it loves a watered-down, feel-good type of gospel that really is no gospel. But when we begin to honestly look into what Jesus said and to realize how counter-cultural the gospel is, and to see our necessity to live in a way that we affect change in the world because of gospel values, rather than trying to accommodate somehow gospel values into a worldly mindset. We begin to see things in a much different light. And Jesus did come to create a countercultural movement. And I'm so thankful that there are people who realize this and have either never bought into the, the schemes of the world and the, the way the world tries to make us as Christians and culturate the gospel. And I'm thankful that there are people who are seeing this in these times that we live in today these deceptive times this little series is going to be about 20 little sessions 20 videos in this particular playlist at least 20 because there are 20 rosary mysteries that we meditate on and I may extend it further than that and include some other things as we go. But as a, as a, just as a base, we're looking at about 20 of these videos, hopefully to encourage you. And I, I'm really appreciative of all the, all the wonderful comments. And you know, not to, not to stroke or stoke my ego or anything like that. But it's encouraging to see. Uh, your encouragement is encouraging let me say that and to see salty catholic this little channel on youtube growing and it's obvious that there are people who are being blessed and that's our intention is to bless in a previous video i mentioned the the first Joyful mystery. We're going through the joyful mysteries first and the first joyful mystery is the Annunciation when the 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 angel appeared to Mary and and spoke to her about God's Design and purpose for her life and God's will for her life the Annunciation and the second joyful mystery then is the visitation how Mary went to visit her cousin Elizabeth and there's just a world of that is such a rich thing to Contemplate and to meditate upon but the second Joyful mystery Talks about Mary the Blessed Virgin Mary in the early stages of her pregnancy being pregnant filled in her womb with the Son of God went to Mary, or went to Elizabeth, to minister to her physical needs. And here we have this reality that the Blessed Virgin Mary, Theotokos, the Mother of God, Christ is God, in the flesh, and Mary, this tabernacle, if you will, Mary, this new Eve, if you will, immediately, rather than becoming inflated and elated with pride, assumed the role of a servant. She immediately assumed the role of a servant and she went to minister to the physical needs of her, her cousin. Speaking very plainly to this issue or to this subject, St. Benedict tells us in the prologue, and beginning in verse 14, Seeking his workmen in a multitude of people, the Lord calls out to him and lifts his voice again, Is there anyone here who yearns for life and desires to see good days? If you hear this and your answer is, I do, God then directs these words to you. If you desire true and eternal life, keep your tongue free from vicious talk and your lips from all deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Let peace be your quest and aim. Once you have done this, my eyes will be upon you and my ears will listen for your prayers. And even before you ask me, I will say to you, Here I am. What, dear brothers, is more delightful than to hear the voice of the Lord calling to us? See how the Lord in His love shows us the way of life just like this field of corn the day is coming when it will be harvested the harvester will go through harvest the grain and cast aside the chaff and that day That day is coming for all of us. That day is coming for the world when Christ will return and harvest the earth. Scripture tells us in the ninth chapter of Matthew that Jesus went about all the cities and towns teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease. And every infirmity. And seeing the multitudes, he had compassion on them, because they were distressed and lying like sheep that have no shepherd. And then he saith to his disciples, The harvest indeed is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he send forth laborers into his harvest. We're living in very trying times. The harvest is near, growing nearer every day, and we have a tremendous job to do. We have a tremendous role to perform in this world that we live in today, especially as Catholic Christians. And coming from a protestant background after realizing the errors of my protesting and entering into the catholic church one of the things that that immediately began to to strike my attention or catch my attention was the lack of fervor in so many of the Catholic believers, the lack of fervor in communicating the gospel, in working as lay evangelists, which all of us are called to the work of evangelism. And I'm so very thankful for something that Pope Francis uh, wrote, something that he spoke when he was talking directly to senior citizens and saying to the senior citizens in the church that there's no retirement from proclaiming the gospel. We have this responsibility, and it's an awesome responsibility, especially as the older segment of the church, to continue to declare, continue to proclaim the Gospel of Jesus Christ to live the faith in the sight and hearing of the younger generations. Thank you Pope Francis for that word. And I wonder sometimes why is it that so many Catholics are... I want to use the word fearful of standing up for the Catholic faith in this age where the Catholic faith is so crucially important in this world that we live in. And I conclude this is my observation. I simply conclude that so many Catholics are fearful of standing up for the Catholic faith simply because of the scandals that have rocked the church over the past decades, things that are emerging in these days that are, are not just embarrassing, but so terribly shameful that Catholic, so many of the Catholic laity walk about with shame because of the betrayals that have taken place. And that's strictly a personal observation that you you can take it or leave it. But the challenge, the challenge for us as the Catholic lay people, as the church, as the feet on the ground, as the people that, that the majority of the people in the world have personal contact with day by day, week by week, year by year people that we live our lives around people to whom we are called to be witnesses of the faith witnesses of the catholic faith our responsibility is to live our faith and let god sort out the mess that so many in the hierarchy have made in these last decades we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Live our faith with with fervor, with excitement. Be encouraged, loved ones. We have a job to do. We have a responsibility to shoulder. Where proclaiming the gospel of Jesus is concerned. And despite the errors of others despite the scandals that have rocked not just the the church but the world that have given the world plenty of reason to point their finger and say aha look at you telling us one thing and doing another despite all that as we grow closer to the harvest As we grow closer to the day when we ourselves as individuals, whether we're here when the great harvest occurs or whether we go to meet the Lord before the great harvest occurs, all of us will stand before Him to give account for our lives. What have we done with the truth?